Happy Monday, everyone. Halfway through the month of October, October 17th, 2022. And welcome to episode number 436 of the study session. It is a victory Monday. Yeah, man. The Pittsburgh Steelers get off the schneid with a victory over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. 20 to 18. Life is good. Not saying that it was beautiful. It wasn't a masterpiece. It wasn't pretty. But it was a collective effort from everybody on the team. And now the Steelers move to two and four with a winnable contest ahead against the Miami Dolphins in Miami Sunday night before taking on the undefeated Philadelphia Eagles in Philadelphia the day before Halloween, October 30th. But before we get into all that, let's just focus on this victory. That's what we're going to talk about in today's session. And before I do that, just want to take a moment to say thank you, thank you, thank you for being a supporter of The Still Study, for listening, reading, and sharing my work with your family and friends. It truly does mean the world to me, so thank you for that. My gratitude to yins. Don't forget about the podcast that I do with Jim Wexel over on his site, The Still City Insider. Jim and I are going to be recording tomorrow following Mike Tomlin's press conference. So make sure you check that out, that out. And you can also check out Jim's work on the Still City Insider. Jim is one of the great Pittsburgh Steelers beat writers, having covered the team since 1995. Give his work a read and a listen. It is great. You don't want to miss it. Anyway, studians, your Pittsburgh Steelers finally get off the losing streak. Four games in a row is where the streak ends. Now they are tuned for a game that really nobody gave them an opportunity to win. Nobody thought they had a chance against Tom Brady, against that Buccaneers defense, but they did exactly that. And I want to start today's analysis of the win by just giving kudos to that defense because my greatest concern coming into this game was, A, the lack of pass rush because TJ Watt's not out there. Malik Reed really hasn't generated much rush, nor has Alex Highsmith since Watt's gone out. And also the secondary, because it was so beat up. All the starters essentially out. Terrell Edmonds returned this week. But you know what? They played a great defensive game across the board. Josh Jackson, the cornerback coming off of the practice squad, played well. James Pierre, whom I've been highly critical of, played a solid game. Terrell Edmonds probably had his best game as a Pittsburgh Steeler. He was super active all over the field, just solid in his run fits, made several important plays to shut things down and to get the Tampa Bay offense off the field. Kudos to him. Arthur Mallette, who was frustrated after last week's game, came up big several times in the game. And then on the defensive line, Larry Ogunjobi played well, as did Cam Hayward. Isaiah Loudermilk finally got some repetitions, and he did well in his action that he got on Sunday. Devin Bush made maybe the most critical play in the game, batting down a Tom Brady pass that was going for the two-point conversion that would have tied the game at 20. And essentially what he did was eliminate the possibility for a tie and really secured the win for the team. So Devin Bush making some plays. Miles Jack getting his fingertips on the ball, throwing it off its trajectory. It 
would have been a touchdown pass. He played well. Al Tysmith recorded a sack. So did Malik Reed. It was just a collective team effort on defense. It shows that there is no quit in this team. They're battling. They're fighting. And they did it against Tom Brady, the GOAT, one of the best in the world. So you have to feel good about what they were able to do with a depleted defense with so many people missing in terms of starters. And you would have to think that as this unit gets healthy, that maybe they could get back to playing high-quality football. And they're going to need it because they're going to have tough tests here these next two weeks. So kudos to the defense for their performance and really everybody stepping up across the board. It wasn't any one player that got it done. It was everybody contributing, doing their job. So great work. Defense. On the offensive side of the ball, Kenny Pickett threw his first touchdown pass to Najee Harris, a wide-open Najee Harris. Pickett put just the amount of touch that needed to be on the ball. And it was a great first drive. They basically went up-tempo, up-tempo, no huddle. They moved the ball right down the field. But then after that, things just became a bit sluggish. And they got away from that up-tempo approach. And they may have something there that they need to revisit and keep trying and keep toying with because it's been productive. So we'll have to see if it's something that they go with in Miami. Now, Kenny Pickett did leave the game with a concussion. More than likely, he's not going to be available Sunday night against the Dolphins. As conscientious as teams are being about the concussion protocol, I can't foresee him being out there unless everything was just precautionary yesterday and he really didn't suffer a concussion. That's going to mean Mitch Trubisky is going to be the next man up. And I'm going to talk about Mitch's performance because he played well when he came in. But just want to go back to Pickett. He he looked good out there the first, first drive. Here's the one thing that I'm not seeing from him. Again, it's very early. And this isn't being critical. I'm not seeing attacking the middle of the field or the deep ball. I'm not seeing it. And I'm not seeing velocities on the throws. So... If there's anything that I'm concerned about that I want to see come through in Pickett's play is his ability to throw daggers, strikes down the middle of the field or the deep ball. Haven't seen it. And yes, he had a a touchdown pass yesterday. Yes, he was solid on that first drive. But outside of that, he was just pedestrian. Again, this is a good defense he was playing against. So, learning experience for the rookie. He's going to continue to get better. Mitch Trubisky came in and just balled out. A lot of people were saying maybe because he didn't have that pressure on him, he just went out there and and slung it. And he did a hell of a job. Converted several big third down plays, many to Chase Claypool. Claypool had his best game that he's had in probably two years. He got it done, but Trubisky... Standing in the pocket, delivering the football, not afraid to push it down the field, over the middle of the field, deep. And then even taking off, making some plays with his legs, picking up a first down. So he was the catalyst late in that game that got the team the win. So good good job for Money Mitch. Very happy for him. And if he gets to start Sunday in Miami, which it looks like that's going to happen, 
I hope that he goes out there and plays without any restraint, without any inhibitions, and just attacks Miami. Because I think if he plays from that perspective, that mindset, instead of being conservative, if the results are what they were against the Buccaneers, then he can be an effective quarterback. The running game, really not much to to talk about there, although I will give Najee Harris some credit for just all-out effort on a few of those plays where he was just pushing the pow. He had a couple nice runs. He had one 14-yarder. They still have to get better in that area. Kevin Dodson didn't play well. Run blocking, pass blocking. He struggled in both areas. Wasn't the best game for the offensive line. There was pressure on the quarterbacks, both Pickett and Trubisky. But again, you're playing against the Buccaneers. That's a solid defense. You could see how much they miss Pat Freyermuth attacking the middle of the field. Zach Gentry did an okay job. Deontay Johnson had several nice catches yesterday. No drops, which is the most important thing. Pickens was targeted a few times. He played well. So just a collective overall nice effort. Jalen Warren picked up a big first down on a fourth and one. That was huge. So I want to give him a shout out. And then... Going back to the defensive side of the ball, one guy that I've been critical of has been Chris Wormley. He made a great play yesterday and stopping, I believe it was a fourth and one attempt by the Buccaneers. So as much as I'm going to be critical of players, I want to give him some kudos. But again, what can you say? Just from top to bottom, across the board, team effort, team win. Nobody really stood out as having an all-star knock it out of the park game, but that wasn't needed. Everybody did their job. And until they can get some of their stars back and get healed up and get more cohesive on offense, that's the type of game they need to play where everybody just does their job. And I'm not saying that this team is now going to make a run at the playoffs because that is going to be very difficult. Now, it does help that the Ravens lost yesterday. It does help that the Browns lost. Steelers are only one game back in the AFC North with still, I think, four games to go. Two against Baltimore, one against Cleveland, one against Cincinnati. So anything is possible, but that can't be the team's focus right now. They just got to take it week by week, try to get better each game, compete, and that's it. So we can't start getting delusional yet. They have to continue to get better. Because as well as this team played this past week, they can go to Miami and just lay an egg. And that's going to be a tall task. And then the week after that, as well as Philadelphia is playing, they're undefeated. They have the bye week. It's going to be another big game. But think about this. If the Steelers can beat Miami, that'll push them to three and four. Going into Philly, Philly's coming off that bye. And this is right before the Steelers' bye week. If there is some way if the Steelers can upset the Eagles in Philly, heading into the bye, that momentum, you come back, you get T.J. Watt back, you get rested, you get healthy, maybe, maybe then we could start talking about a possibility to make a push for the playoffs. So I'll say this. Here's what I'll say. If this team is going to make a playoff push, they have to win their next two games. They have to beat Miami. They have to beat Philly. How likely is that? Not very. I think they have a better shot to beat Miami than they do Philly. Philly is going to be difficult. 
Here's the thing that scares me about Philadelphia. They have an outstanding running game. The Steelers haven't been able to stop the run. They have a mobile quarterback. They have legitimate wide receivers. Remember A.J. Brown catching, like an, I think, like a 90-yard touchdown pass when he played for Tennessee a few years ago? Oh, yeah, that guy's with the Eagles. And they also have other guys that are just fast in terms of receivers, and their defense is legit. So if they win those two games, you will hear the word playoff possibilities come out of my mouth because the team will have showed that, A, it's resilient, B, they could play with high-caliber teams and win, and C, they're getting a lot of their injured guys back, and that will set them up for the possibility of success the second half of the season. But again, I'm just looking for growth every week. That's all I'm looking for against the Dolphins. Not trying to get anybody's hopes up, but they got to go 2-0 these next two games. Can they do it? That's what makes this thing fun. And you know what? How much better is it to have a, a victory? How much better is it to start the week? Man, I actually felt like watching some football after the Steelers game. Watch that Chiefs and Bills game. That was a good one. Congrats to the Bills. They are the best team right now in the AFC on track to get home field. Watched a little bit of that Philly versus Dallas game. So life is good with a victory. Anyway, studians, have a phenomenal, spectacular week. I hope that you are getting after it. Work hard, play hard, do something positive for yourself and someone else. Let's connect. We could do that one of three ways. Hit me up in the comments on the articles via email, thestillstudyatgmail.com. Twitter at stillstudy. Would love to connect with you. Don't forget to check out the new edition of the Still City Insider podcast tomorrow with Jim Wexel. That'll be linked in the show notes. And this Monday, I want you to remember one thing. Sure, Pittsburgh's two and four. Sure, there's teams out there are undefeated. Sure, the Buffalo Bills are killing it. But you know what? Not everybody is a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. The team with six Super Bowl rings, with rich tradition in history, with players like Joe Green, Jack Lambert, Terry Bradshaw, Ben Roethlisberger, Troy Polamalu. Nobody has those players. Again, not everybody is a Pittsburgh Steelers fan, but you, my black and gold brethren, most certainly are. Peace, everyone. Make it a phenomenal week.